This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. We're in Ephesians chapter 6 and we've got to verse 5. And we're in the context of the practical, ethical and relational application and outworking of the Christian life. And Paul is here thinking about um, families, those within a family, family dynamics, and how being a Christian should influence how you are at home. He talks about wives and their husbands. He talks about parents and their children. And now he's talking about slaves and their masters. This, of course, in our context in the 21st century in the West, uh, seems rather odd um, and uh, distasteful even. And we all know that slavery is evil. It is uh, a, an ancient evil and it is a modern evil. It's a great tragedy that it still continues today. And the church, of course, has always fought uh, historically to oppose slavery. And Paul here, by talking about slave and master's relationships, is not in any way justifying the system of slavery. Absolutely not. Indeed, I think it's in 1 Timothy where he accuses slavers uh, of being sinners in a sort of moral list of those who are sinful, those who run slaves, he says, those who are slavers and trade in them are evil. But he's being pragmatic and uh, he, he is not regarding them as unseen people. In fact, the extraordinary thing is that by addressing them in Holy Scripture, it's not that he's legitimating slavery, but he's legitimating them. In the ancient uh, Roman culture, it ran on slavery. The slaves from defeated uh, enemies and uh, the children of slaves, those born into slavery. And you know, every middle-class family had a slave. Every high-class family had numerous slaves. And we know from ancient lists from the first century of Roman uh, household items and possessions that slaves were regarded much in, that, in the same way as an animal would be or a tool. They were just an instrument. They weren't a person. But Paul here addresses them, and he says slaves. He addresses that category, you who are servants. And I think the very fact that he identifies them, the very fact he addresses them, uh, is to actually honour them and to give them respect, to recognise their identity, and also to uh, give them a sense of agency. I believe Paul would have cheered on the likes of Shaftesbury and Wilberforce who worked tirelessly against the evils of slavery and child employment and so on. Slavery still exists in our society today. I was hearing only this morning 
about someone who had um, been involved in helping someone who was brought into the country as a slave and helping them to get free. And we as the church must uh, and have and must and continue to speak out against slavery and to work against it, to oppose it, because people are made in the image of God and they're precious to him. And to treat someone with such indignity, with abuse, is itself a, an evil. It is a crime. So Paul here addresses slaves and he addresses masters. And there's something, uh, if we want to make a, a, an application for us today, I, I, I suppose we could think uh, in terms of employees and uh, and the advice that Paul gives to those who are servants, we can filter and take some of that on board if any of us are in uh, employment as employees and about how we should respond in our work environment. But let's be clear, Paul is addressing slaves. He's not addressing the principle and practice of slavery. He's speaking to those who find themselves within that system, a system that is sinful. But how pragmatically should they be within that slavery? You see, becoming a Christian is the great leveler. And uh, even at Pentecost, and Paul quotes this, uh, Peter quotes this from Joel about the Spirit coming upon those who are male and female, uh, those who are old and young, those who are slave and free. The Spirit is the great leveler. The Spirit is the great equalizer. And here in the church in Ephesus, those who are slaves are also there with those who are slave owners. Paul addresses them both and tells them how they are to live as Christians. But the Spirit poured out on those who are servants and those who are servants become Christian and indeed could become leaders within the church. We read later of a famous bishop uh, who'd been a slave. So, Ephesians 6 verse 5, Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart just as you would obey Christ. And that's what we're going to be considering in these next few sessions together. Mm -hmm.